All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Scumcast Episode 3. I am here with Connor Young, my wonderful co-host. Connor, how's it going today? Um, was going good, but I just got pistachios delivered to me um, without the shells around them, and that really fucking aggravates me because I like to work for the pistachio. So not Why do you like working, good. dude? Like, See, like, do you ever – like, my strategy when I eat pistachios, I take them – and, like, all the ones that I have to really work for, I put off in the side, and I get, like, a pile, like, of the ones I really have to work for, and then I eat all the easy ones. Do you do yeah, that, or I'm do you really get I'm into stubborn those? as fuck, bro. If I get one that, like, is only a tiny bit cracked open, you really got to work for Like, I'm sticking to that until I get it. Like, I'll put that shit in my mouth and take the chance of cracking my entire jaw, every teeth in my fucking tooth in my uh, mouth. Oh, see, you put I them know. in your mouth. Yeah, I will not. I don't go that No, far. not usually, but if, like, it's, like, really bad and I can't open it. If like, it's I'll necessary. Go. Yeah, if necessary. You got to do it. I don't know, man. I like the ones with uh, with the no shells. It's nice and easy. I and also... It uh, tastes good. It's just not as rewarding. Anyway. <laughs> that's, our, that's our stance on pistachios. Connor, I guess it was your birthday last week, so happy birthday. How old are you now? I'm actually uh, 26 now. Thank you for... 26? You're old, old, a year older than Milstead. Yep, year older than Milstead, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Watch the kid grow up his whole life. It's wild. <laughs> All right. So what do we got for everyone today is me and Connor got our top 10 list of players through the last four years. So we're talking 2019, which is the last year for Fast Plastic and until right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to bounce some names back and forth versus each other and uh, kind of see where we had these guys on our list. So, uh, Connor, do you want to do the honors and guess the, uh, I guess throw the first name out there? Well, who I have for number 10? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, who you got for number 10? This is actually really close. I don't know who to put here. There's a few guys I think I could have put here, but I actually have uh, Vin Lee. I think, Ooh, you uh, got Vin? All right. Vin's since, I'd say, the first year of UWIFs. I mean, you, even the last year of Fast Plastic until now, I think Vin's really been a force of the plate, proved he's an elite bat. So uh, and he's also like very very solid on the rug, throws gas, has a few pitches. Um, he does get a little wild sometimes, but I mean when he's pounding the board, Vince definitely a uh, top ten two way player in my opinion. Yeah, and I uh, completely agree. I had him actually at number eight on my list. Um, yeah, Vin's really good. He's been consistently sound every year for the last four years. When that year that uh, AWAA won NWLA, was he on that team, Connor? Yes, he was. He was in the lineup. So he did, yeah. So he did win that tournament with them. So that that really matters to me, actually. Right. Yeah, that was 2019. Yeah. Was that our first year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also yeah. think Ken's a bit low for him. I could have very well had him at six or. So. Dude, I feel Especially like with the, the list he from, plays and how well he plays in in every exactly. He's consistently doing it. My list from four to like 15. I feel like I could argue any single one of those guys would be like any number. Yes. Like it is so it was so hard just to cut this at 10 and even then like trying to shift these guys around like it is so difficult. Yeah, I want to say my top like 3 4 were kind of easy and then after that That was, it was easy. Real shaky. Exactly. Yeah, my 1 to 4 was pretty pretty easy. Um so yeah, you got you got Vin at number 10, I got him at number 8. I think that's perfectly reasonable i mean yeah he's one hell of a player i mean and he's and he's been getting better and better i mean he hits the big home runs 
he always battles us when he pitches against us. Like, he takes us deep into mm-hmm. games. Yep, uh, us too. Yeah, so he's always in it. Um, so, yeah, shout-out Vin Lee. Number eight on my list, ten on yours. So, I guess I'll shoot you number ten on my list. Uh, I got T-Weg on here. I mean, he's definitely one of the best bats in the country. Um, he hasn't quite played the volume. Like, if I think if, if – I mean, if he was playing in, like, a mall – like steady, I think he'd be probably top three on this list. But um, you go back 2019, he's got a title from that year. I mean, plays well every single nationals, and I think he's played some mall tournaments as well. I mean, he won one with you, right, Connor? Uh, in yeah, he won one with us in 2019. Um, I actually have T Wag as number six on my list. Um, I think T Wag is a big part of what makes C4 go, and regardless of how much he plays throughout the summer. Um, I think the proof is in the pudding that any tournament Ty shows up to for C4, you can go out there and eat three, four games and put them in a position to make a run. So, I mean, I think it's proven that Ty's yeah. a top five, at least player. I mean, I have him at six, but there's just a lot of ridiculous. Yeah, I think if he just here, played so it's more. It's kind of hard to shuffle those guys around. Yeah, and if he just played more with all those guys, like as much as the other guys I have on my top four, I think he'd be in there, guaranteed. Like, he is. I mean, if I could pick any person who's like be one of my teammates right out the gate it's t-wag he's a guy that you you would draft like first in a draft like in a draft first overall i've been like solid on this stance for years now if norris is the best player ever then t-wag is the second best player ever it's one and one this is not an all-time list that we're doing right now obviously but that's just a take i definitely have had for a minute um, no, I, I can completely agree with that. I mean, yeah, I don't, Ty I don't is, know if Norris has the legacy he has if Ty isn't his counterpart, if that makes sense. And that's nothing against Norris. Norris would be to go to your way, I think. But No, I mean, Ty it takes a whole team to win this damn thing. Exactly. Yeah, Ty, yeah. So where did you say you had him? I had him at six. At six? Yeah. That's, I mean, and I think in that 2019 year in Texas, uh, that was the year where we had the six-inning games. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he threw like those first three games to get them through Bro, pool play. He's a psychopath. He used to throw. I'm like, pretty sure he that did that. And then and then he was like, I mean, he was firing it up, firing them up against Whitener. Um, I mean, when they came back against him, he was out there screaming at. Him. Yeah, that was Ty's great. sick, dude. Ty was I, fucking dude. He's a silent assassin, man. Ty's a fucking lunatic. I love him. He's sick. Yeah, he embarrassed me too that 2019 year. He was throwing screwballs. Ty went like Ty went like fucking eight for eight with seven home runs against me and Bob. It was just awful. I mean, yeah, you've seen you've seen. I mean, him hit a hundred home runs off me, but he was just throwing me screwballs down the dick, and I literally couldn't hit a single one. It was terrible. It was it was awful. It was really embarrassing. Yeah. So Guys, thanks for that. All right, well, give me another name. Let's see who you got. Uh, I actually at number nine. I have uh, yeah. Who you got nine? I have Cam Smith. I think Cam could obviously be made. You can make the argument that he's a top five guy too, um, just based off talent. Um, obviously, he hasn't made the run at UFC yet that we're all waiting for. I think this could be the year they he breaks out and makes a final four finals run, I and mean, that would really put him in that upper echelon of players, that top five guarantee. You know, what I mean, that area where you're comparing him with the likes of Dolby, Ryan, or Jordan, or guys like that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the, the dude throws smoke, he rakes, and he's just a gamer. So he's he's knocking right on the door. I don't see any reason why he won't be in that conversation next year. But right now, I have him as number nine. Just needs a little more on his uh record, I guess I'd say, to 
boost him up there. Yeah, and that's why he was just off. He was just off my list. I mean, he would have been right. It was tough. I mean, he was wow. competing for that ten. Yeah, he didn't make it for me. See, him him uh, making these runs. Uh, the, the their run at NWLA this year really boosted him even more for me. That's what I think moved him into my top ten. See, my thing with it, like what I was saying, the top ten. He's, I mean, undoubtedly, like, his arm, unbelievable. I just haven't seen enough with the bat to make me put him up there with, like, the other bats of these guys. I mean, his arm is, like, I'll give you top five easy on that. Um, I just need to see a little more with the bat, and then I could, then, I mean, that would catapult him. I, see, he's one of those guys that I think will become a real good hitter, but I, I also think he's one of those guys that his bat is good enough that he'll always be in the lineup, if that makes sense. Like, four-man lineup, he should always be in it. Like, he's good enough to always be in a four-man yeah. lineup, unless it's just and absolutely loaded with just killers. But, I mean... See, you know, my argument against that is that he doesn't hit... He didn't hit against us, at least, for Skibby in NWLA. So, that kind of tells man, me a little, little bit of... That tells me yeah. a little something, too. Like, why isn't he hitting there if he is, like, that great? So, you see what I mean? Well, I also think, I mean, you got to look at Skibby's lineup, bro. The way Skibby plays, like, they have, for one, they have that established lineup, and all those guys, like, play to that style, if that makes sense. Like, Cam, know, is, closer, Cam like... is closer to an East Coast guy than he is a uh, Midwest guy, if that makes sense. Just, like, his style of play. No, no, it how, really does. Like, how his game translates. Like, his game just translates better to our style, I personally think. Like, he pitching-wise, maybe not. Um, I think pitching, you could make an argument he's just as much of an ace in either format. But I think uh, hitting-wise and all around, he just would be a better player this style. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, he was just – I mean, he'd climb off the list if he played more and i get to see more. But, I mean, he's right there. I mean, we're we're literally talking like two spots here. Um, Yeah, exactly. He's undoubtedly – he's undoubtedly a top player. I just need to see just a little more with the bat here. All right. Well, what do we got next? So that's your number nine. Yeah, I mean, I had him right there on the outside, so – Actually, who'd you have at nine? That's what I meant. My bad. Nine? I got Dolby at my number nine. Do- wow. Yes. I got Dolby at my nine. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, after one, like, yeah, but dude, like, just the names above here, like, my next, like, one, two, what is it? One to seven or one to eight. Yeah, but, like, bro, no, Dolby, s- everywhere Dolby shows up, like, he, yeah, Dolby's in the final four every year, fucking natties. Everywhere he shows up, he's one of the best players every single time. He's a top five player every Well, year. I mean, I got him nine. It's not like I'm completely dogging him. He's made the he's on the list. I mean he's I think yeah, he is. I think you're nuts. You don't have him top three. That guy is incredible. Really? Oh, see, like dude, he just uh, what? Yes, he's incredible. Like he just shows yeah, dude, up he's and, number nine. He, he just throws like ninety percent of the innings, hits bomb after bomb after bomb. He okay, but, ball. He just pitches every game. The guy's sick. And he, he pitches team well, the final four every year. Every year. Well, every person I think on this list up above here is like won something. Like he hasn't won anything. Yeah, he's going to final fours. That's why he's right, nine. Well, but why he hasn't. We just won fucking anything? have a trophy counting contest then, and we'll just give that guy. Well, winning matters. Winning matters. That fucking boring, bro. No, I think win. I mean, dude, the other. I don't know how you can deny some we're of these other lists. Talent too. We're not just talking about who, what you fucking want. Yeah, bro. I know. That's dude, the case, that and is- it just depends on how good of a fucking team you're on too. No, no. I mean, yes, I think nine. Yes, yes. So you don't, don't think we, like I got Vin just, above Dolby. Why don't we just give Dolph. Steffi, Norris, Ty, and fucking like Jordan and Ryan? Well, I don't got Norris on my list. And I got T-Wig at 10. Your list stinks, dude. 
Dolby at nine. Go ahead. All right. Well, well, let's, all right I, I, you got this it, This is just fucking upsetting me at this point. Who do you have at eight? Let's see if you did better here. At eight? Well, where do you have Dolby? I have Dolby at fucking three. At three? It took a lot, a lot for me to not put him at one or two. uh, There's no way. Okay, well, Dolby always goes off and carries teams far. Yeah, he takes his teams far, but they don't win. I mean, I'm... I don't know. I mean, he's got great players around him. It's not like he's taking, like, bums. Like, he's got good players on his team. No, he does, but he just takes out a big amount of the workload. Yeah, and I think a lot I'm of these guys on this. Dolby does every time he plays with football. Like, every fucking time. He's well, yeah, he's awesome, awesome, too. But, I mean, it's only been it's four tournaments. Yeah, they're big national ones. I mean, uh, I still I mean, going by guys who've won titles. I mean, we're going to. No, because I think the next short list. Two, Why don't we just. You know what? Next, Let's just name all the jugs number one. Let's just no, because that, right? dude, there's three, there's four guys on this list above him that don't have titles too that I think are better than him. I just think your list stinks. All right, fine. I'm gonna go to number seven, who I think's better, Pagano. You have Pagano at seven? Yeah, I got Pagano at seven, and I'm. I think I that's like kind of that. that's kind of tough keeping him putting him there, but I think it's fair. No, dude, I think I have Pagano at uh, I have Pagano at five. Okay, yeah. I think Pagano, Pagano might not play every fucking weekend, but, like, he plays up in Mass a little bit. I mean, he played more. You know, they think Pagano's, Pagano every year at Natty's one of the best players there. Like, he's he's gonna he's always going to be a top-five guy to me until he quits. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why he's that's why he's there on the list. I mean, he has, yeah, he hasn't played all that much, I mean. But, yeah, I'm going to give Pagano. Pagano's disgusting anytime he yeah. plays wherever the hell like, he plays. He's one of those guys that's just played long enough. And, ha- like, he's such an amazing veteran that, like, he doesn't have to play a lot. Like, he just he's ready to go by the open. You know what I mean? It's almost like less is more at that point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, he just needs a summer of reps to get going. Exactly. He's winning everywhere he's going to. I mean, I guess he hasn't won the national title, but back to 2019, he was in that finals. Yeah, I mean, there's just no denying Pagano is one of the best players in wiffle ball. Yep. Um, I, at seven, actually have D-Nat. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got him at six. Okay. I wanted to go higher, or I guess, I don't know if the term's higher or lower here. I wanted to have him. I think you can make an argument he's another top five guy easily. Um, it's just the last, I know the last, he's been, uh, plagued by that injury the last, I guess, year or so, year, maybe year. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Didn't play so US I know he's last still, year. He doesn't look bad by any means, but I know he's still like getting back to him, his full self. So I, it, that's the only reason why I have him at seven. I mean, when Dina, I've like, Dean Apps, one of those guys that's just fucking, he's just a gamer, man. I mean, I've seen him come in that game in the finals in the rain when, uh, him got hit around a little bit against suspects. Um, and he just came in and shut them down in a way that like only only veterans do you know when you've already pitched a bit and you got to come into a game like that tough situation and give your team a shot i mean that's what dnap did so not a lot of guys in the sport are capable of that yeah and dnap i mean he even played he tried playing through that acl stuff pretty much as hard as he could too i mean yeah like you said he's a dog uh yeah, I mean, I guess, guys, he's I, a fucking I, robot man I, I love playing with him in uh in mid-atlantic because like he's just it's just amazing. Like you just run him out there and you, you're going to win the game. Um, yep. I mean, what he did in 2019, in 2019, he hit those three bombs off Steffi's in the, yeah, he hit those three bombs off Steffi in the semifinals. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was some robot shit. Yeah. That's, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, Didn't make fucking sense. Yeah. So you say you got him at seven. I had him at six. 
Yeah. Perfect. And what? I know you had Pagano at five. I had him at seven. Yep. Who'd you have yeah. at six? Who do you got at six? I uh, I had T Wag at six, but we talked about T Wag a good Oh shit, you got him. So who do I got at six? One, two, three, four. Oh, six was no six was D Nap. I have D Nap at six. All right. I guess who all right, I guess we go down to five then. Five. Um, all right. I have Pagano at five. Christ. Jeez. All right, you had Pagano. I had Devin. Ah, th- interesting. So I'm thinking Devin didn't make your list, but dude, Devin's fucking. I mean, 2000. I got to play with him in 2019, where he was absolutely unreal, and I think he was on the all tourney team there. And Devin is consistently good every single year. Um, yeah, Devin's a really good player. He just didn't. He actually, yeah, he didn't make my top ten. Um, I don't know. I think it's just like a. I think I want to like as a pitcher. I I love Devin's game as a pitcher. I think. Uh, I mean, actually, I love his game offensively too. He's really clutch. That's like Devin's numbers don't. He's pop massively. He's they don't massively jump out clutch. on paper. Like he's not. He doesn't hit 350 with fucking 15 bombs in a mall season. But like he, even when he's hitting like 200, he still just comes up with huge hits. He can hit top level pitching. He's got that sweet lefty swing, um, quick hands. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't hate him at five. Believe me, like there's a lot. De- Dev's game has a lot of value to it. Like just having a piece like that is huge. Um, I don't know why you make my top ten. I guess there's really no good reason because I I love yeah, that he, he's a good player. He he really just a lot of great names list. on this list. I know, but when I think about that 2019 year, Devin was unreal that year in Texas and then in Ma too because that was a year with you guys where he perfect gamed us, right? Yep, yep. He was sick yeah. that year, bro. That's what that I'm year was, he, and that was I guess like he just hasn't maybe like he's been great since then. I guess it, there just hasn't been a performance that like that popped out like that to me since then as much um that i i don't know but that year he was he was incredible man he was huge for us yeah that yeah that year was amazing i mean that one really stands out like when i think about these guys like they all had like crazy standout years and like that was a year where Devin was like a top three player yeah and, and then since that was easily in my opinion top three we don't win that yeah. year not for him. And, exactly yeah and then like since then he hasn't quite done what he did that year but he's still been consistently really fucking good he's he like you said he's huge clutch hitting his you nailed it with how you described how he hits like he still throws gas and he still hits bombs yep. so, so yeah that's since, like since five. he had that year like that crazy year 19 i'm saying like it's not like he's like like regressed or anything you know what i mean is what i'm saying well we kind of ruined his arm it was kind of my fault so i take blame because he had to throw i mean i still think he's hands. throwing pretty hard i don't know I don't know if he's more careful with how much he throws or if he's throwing less because of that, but last I faced him at U.S. last year, still throwing gas. I broke him. It's okay. We've talked about it. I broke him. Way to go. Very sad about it. Yeah, dude, I'm really sad about it. It's my fault. It's my fault because I fucking blew it. He had to come back in and just go go out there and chuck on scuff. Way to go. I know. Broke him. Um, All right, then who do you have for five then? I or I Pagano, remember? Oh, you had all right. Then are we on fours? Is there anyone above or below there that we haven't mentioned on your list? No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, wow, so I had Ham at eight actually. Oh, you had Ham at eight? Yeah. Yeah, I had Ham at three. Okay. No, you can make the argument for that. Um, like I said, this I mean, list yeah. is just, um, it's just just chock full of guys, bro. Like I, you could you could put any of these guys from eight, ten down to fucking one. Um. I mean, Ham's game's obviously as great and as flashy as anyone on here. Um, I guess he's just missing that that big win or some clutch performances to knock him up a few notches. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what knocks him down to three. If he had a clutch win, then he would easily be number one for me. But mm. I mean, Ham has been consistently the best arm that I've seen. Like he's, I mean, he can consistently shut shut any lineup down. The Jugs mainly, like he absolutely absolutely owns us. Yeah, Not he always pitches you well. Yeah, he beats us a, a lot. So a lot of our losses come from him. I mean, he's just phenomenal. And he always gets the big hit, too, especially off me. I mean, Whitener owns me, so yeah. it's kind of hard he for had, me. He had him. the big ones off Ryan, too. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah no, I he's mean, another guy. He's not like an average guy, really, but he's clutch. He hits big home runs. Yeah, he just needs to stop fucking blowing it when it matters. Um, yeah. That's his number one flaw, and that's why he's not the best player. Yeah, I see. Honestly, I see. Like, there's a lot of similarities, I think, in his and uh, Devin's game. Um, Devin being just like a left-handed version hitter. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I yeah. See a lot of similarities in their game. I think you make the argument that Han's been a better player the last four years, but like I do, there are similarities in their style of play. Yes, very. Yeah, I mean the fact that like like how you described it, like yeah, like. They won't go hit 300 like Kenny or Stant, but when it's 0-0, bottom of the fifth, they're going to hit that bomb more often than not. Yeah, they do a lot of hitting that big home run. They both pound the board really hard. Yeah, and they hit, like, yeah, both they hit ace pitching. Like, there's, yeah, there's no arm that's that, like, can shut them down. They can tee anyone up. So you had him at, what, eight, you said? Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, my four. I got Steffi at four. Did you? Uh, you Steffi probably didn't make your list, did he? What? I said, did Steffi make your list? No, Steffi didn't make my list. Um, this is uh, a biased list. I, um, I refused. This is a very biased. Um, <laughs> I tried to keep it somewhat unbiased. No, um, it's no, it's 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 unbiased except for the fact that I didn't put Steffi on it because I refused to put Steffi on my list. Um. I actually bumped him down to 11. At four, I have I actually have Jordan at four. Um, no I way. Have, yep. Yeah. It's I. Who did I have? At, who did I say I have at three? Sorry, my list got a little jumbled. I had fucking. Did I have Norris? You at said three? you. Do you put Norris at three? I mean, you didn't, we didn't say that yet. You said you had uh, Dolby like two or something, two or three. Okay, that's where I had Dolby. Sorry, my list is a little fucked up here. Um, yeah, right, I had Jordan right. at four, bro. I, I couldn't put him ahead of uh, the guys I have in front of him. There's really no other reason for that except for that. The guys in front of him are just sick. Um, they've either won or they've been just as dominant or maybe a little more dominant in some tournaments. I don't know, man. I mean, Jordan's just dominance over mom. Jordan's going to kill me. Sick. <laughs> I can't believe you, like... You played with him for two whole years, too, through mom. That's where you put him? Yep. I mean, dude, I got him at two. I mean, it's for me. It's I mean, him or the other guy. Like, I mean, over over from fast pitch wiffle ball. I mean, he's definitely he's one or two. I I think there's absolutely no debate whatsoever. I can't believe you have him at four, but he does need to win. I mean, if he wins it, dude, if he wins a title, I mean, then it's I mean that I, doesn't Jordan change. Jordan wins a title. One. Jordan's my one here. Jordan's my one here probably. He's not over my. I mean, my one's. Probably biased, but no, I think if no, dude, fine, whatever. My one's Ryan, and if, if Jordan wins a title, him and Ryan are just like literally equal. That's the only thing Ryan has over him. I mean, that's I all. Know. I have I have Norris right in front of Jordan, and then I have uh, you, you got Dolby. Yes, and then Ryan. So all right, let's let's finish this up. 
Um, so who do you have it for again? For Norris. Okay. So that was who I originally had it for, and I just probably thought about it a lot, way too much, but Norris is still sick, and I had to put him at three. Well, I originally had Steffi there, so I'm going to put Norris there now, too. Wow, I like this switching list. Listen, bro, Norris. Yeah. Yeah, Norris we're switching. Sick. Were you convinced me? Yo, 2019 in the first year of you was he was nasty on the rug then too. Like he. Yeah, you're yeah you're convincing me. Norris deserved to be on. I here. can't like it's just I guess I just, I don't know if it's just like the Norris lore or what, but like Norris is still top three to me. Again, it doesn't matter Jordan, what if Jordan he's wins. In. Jordan wins a natty. Jordan immediately like if he had had won a natty the past few years, Jordan immediately jumps above all these guys probably. Just because Jordan's track record of winning yes. every race. Oh yeah, I mean for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's all he needs. He just needs the title. Yeah, it's literally it. Um, I mean the reason I like Dolby, like Jordan and Dolby, like you could make the case that one, like Jordan's just as talented, if not more talented, than Dolby. I just think they're both really talented, and Dolby's just done a lot for his teams the past few years at Natty's. That's that's the only difference. Um, not that Jordan hasn't. You know what I mean? It's just I've seen Dolby like go out there and practically kill himself to get his team to the Final Four a lot of times, and it's just really. I impressive. mean, I've seen Jordan do the exact same thing in Mid Atlantic and NWA and Natties. Like he's done it all, everywhere. Like Dolby's only done it in the Nationals. Like Jordan's literally done it everywhere. I and agree. It, like, Jordan Jordan was a dog for us in MAW too. I mean, he would throw he threw twenty thirty innings the one day to the meets. I mean, it was fucking sick. It's just really again really impressive what I've seen Dolby do. Really oh no, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Hard to put, hard to put anyone ahead of Norris. And Ryan has. We'll get to Ryan, obviously. But uh, who do you? Who? Do, what, what were you saying? Your three? That was Norris. Three, three was what? Three was Whitener. Then two was Jordan. All right. Well, my three was fucking. Uh, my three. My, what was my three? Jordan was my three. That's right. And then I had Dolby at two. And you had Jordan at two. You're saying? Yeah, I had Jordan at two. Makes sense. No, yeah, trust I mean, me, you, I, 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 you, I like, I like your one too a lot. I think you make that case a lot, especially with how much those two guys play. Um, but I mean, Dolby was my two, and then my one is Ryan. Ryan's just like, while Ryan might not stand out as much with his bat on your team, just because I think a lot of that's because you guys play with Stan. He has a lot of the big clutch hits. Um, him and Tim are swinging that weird logo choking up to the plastic on it and raking guys off the field and more importantly ryan's just ryan's been on a run on the mound like being with being so tough to hit that like we haven't seen in a while you know what i mean like the effectiveness of his ball like these past two years is just it's insane like i haven't seen a pitcher be this dominant in a little in a good while um what it's just a crazy stretch he's on oh i know and what's crazy i mean yeah ryan for me undoubtedly number one um and yeah he there was a point last year i think it was like in ocean city where before he switched to his new ball that he wasn't like looking quite good anymore and i think he realized it and then he switched and then he became fucking and now he's on the run like you were saying like that he's on now pitching where he's thrown like i mean what do you he threw 12 perfect innings last weekend in ocean city he threw a complete game. Oh, he threw a perfect game in Pittsburgh against Voodoo. Yeah, he's just been – he's literally unhittable right now. Yeah, like no, just no one's touching him, man. Every time he goes out there, he just doesn't get fucking hit. So, I mean, it's – it's. I know this is a two-way list, but, I mean, he's been hitting – he hits well enough to me that with how dominant he's been on the mound, I mean, he's 
he's probably the most valuable two-way player in my in my book right now. Yeah, and I think what you're saying about, like, with Stanton, our lineup, and Tim, like, yeah, they hit, like, big, massive, like, loud home runs. And Ryan consistently in our lineup, he's – he's well, yeah, he's exactly that. He's always consistent. Like, he's always getting on base. He gets hits when it matters. And he just does it a lot more quiet than I think everyone else on the team. Just because mainly Ryan doesn't talk as much, man. Like, exactly. he's just – he's very quiet and just hand, – he handles his business. Yeah. Like, that's literally what he does. It's just, like, that's why me – it for me, it's it's him or Jordan. It doesn't matter which one. It's just Ryan has a title now, and, yeah, Jordan just hasn't yet. And then if Jordan does, then they're right there equal. I love that. Put Jordan at four. He's going to be pissed. I can't fucking. believe him. All right, bro. so I'm going to read off my final list because my shit definitely got a little fucking wacky there. For yeah, me. mine moved. Mine moved, too. Yep, love that. Shifting as the podcast goes. Terrible, yeah, terrible yeah, look, I definitely. I mean, dude, that's what we, that's what we were saying. It's so easy to move guys in and out of this list. Yeah, no, you were saying right before we started, if we if we if I had you make your list tomorrow, it'd be completely different, which is like so true. It just changes every minute. Um, I have so I'm going from number one to ten. I have Brian McElrath, uh, Dolby, Norris, Kevin from the Enemy, Jordan Pagano. T-Wag, D-Nap, Ham, Cam Smith, then Vinley. What was uh, your top 10, 1 10? So, yeah, what I got, mine's, I mean, we almost have all the same guys, except I think I have Dev instead of Cam. Um, so I go Ryan, Jordan, Ham, Kevin from the Enemy, Devin, D-Nap, Pagano, Vin, Dolby, and T-Wag. And now I'm looking at it. I kind of want to move T-Wag up. Nope, can't be done. It's too late. They're locked in. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, this, like... This is a terrible idea for a list. Not really, but, like, it's just so hard to do. Like, we're... We get we definitely got to do a... Like, just, like, a top ten mall for the past three, four years list. You know what I mean? It's a lot easier. Because then you just... Do like, or just, like, you with list. Like, something. You know what I mean? The like guys more, right now. Because then like you're, right just, now, you're giving everyone, needs. you got to give everyone that same sample size. It makes it a lot easier. If you just did them all, you know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, you have all these guys who have been playing four or five tournaments this summer for the past three, four years. Bang. But I still like this idea. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job of getting the right names out there. It's tough to put them in the right order. But I mean, for the most part, I think we got our top 10 pretty, pretty good, pretty well. I'm going to, I'm going to run through some honorable mentions of some guys on here that, uh, didn't make it, but I think deserved to be mentioned. I got uh, Cap, Flackney, yep. Grant Cap, Miller. Cap was on my list originally. I'd like. Yeah, me too. Really he's, he to just slowly slid down. Yeah. Um, Cam Faro, Teddy, Kayvon, Ryan Wood, and Evanish. Those yep, are. Uh, uh, I mean, Yonkman, you could put. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, Yonkman. Um, yep, exactly. I think for me, yeah, I think for him, I, I probably just need to see a little more on the mound, like cut ball style. Um, but, I mean, he's yeah, he's knocking them on the door of that top ten, too, obviously. Because I've seen him hit it. You know you know he can hit the cut ball. It's just a matter of seeing yeah, and him he, throw it a little more. He was on my list at one point, too. Him and Flackney were sitting there, like the 8-9, and then it was just like I just kept rotating guys in, and it was just I just had to cut it off somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would love to put, like, Teddy in this top 10 list because, like, I think Teddy's an amazing player. Teddy, dude, uh, Teddy's knocking on the door, too. I think Teddy's bat is 
talking more lately. Than it's unbelievable, dude. He's yeah, he's an unbelievable bat now. Like he's he really destroys there, me. Man. He hits everyone on my team well. Yep, he hits everyone well, man. Teddy's a good. Teddy's turning out to be a good little player. Yeah, I really enjoy watching him play. Um, flat, flat Stanley. Do you want to do some UF teams? Let's just hammer a couple out. It's what the people want. All right. We'll do a couple teams here. I got the list. Um. All right. Throw out a number between one and thirty-six. Uh. Fucking nine. Nine is all right. So we got K two, which K two. I thought they were the Sidorov's team. Do they always go as K two, or what do they usually play as? K nines. K nines. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was something else. You say K two. Dude, that's what it's written as on this list. It says K two. Isn't K wasn't K two like the synthetic shit that they were smoking? Synthetic weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this list has them down as K two, so I think they're I think that's what they're going as. That has I mean, to yeah, be a they, fucking typo. Dude, there's no way, right? Just K two, like it's not. <laughs> wow, that's sick. Are they just gonna show up and dish out a bunch of fucking K two and just have us all fucking this is... season out before the journey? <laughs> It's not a bad idea. Jeez. Um, I, yeah. K2. So I can't wait to see what that logo is going to look like. Right? I'm going to need a He's K2 gonna jersey. Be like, what's, well, it'll just be like a bunch of chemistry symbols. It'll be like the bad, they'll take like the bad chem idea. Jeez. All right. <laughs> so we got Sidorov, Derek Raddick, Blake Hoffman, uh, Brian Adam, and Scott Thomas. Um, this is a pretty good little team. I like this. Um, not too bad. BA is sick. I love BA. I've played with, I've had the pleasure of playing with BA, and BA is an unbelievably nice guy, and he's an excellent player. Yeah, BA is a man. Yeah, he's uh, shit. Why do I always forget? He throws lefty, but bats righty, right? Yeah, bro. They have yeah, yeah. they have yeah, three left-handed arms, three left-handed pitchers on that team between Hoffman, Noer, and uh, BA. No, Noer's not on this team. Is no, no, oh. Noer's not on this team. Sidorov, Radic, Hoffman, mm. BA, and Scott Thomas. I'm sorry, so flop nowhere for Radic. I forgot Radic's on the team. Um, yeah. Okay. I lo- actually, yeah, I mean, you got a rotation in uh, Hoffman, Radic, and fucking. Uh, is the other arm? I'm so out of it. BA. So yeah, they yeah. got yeah they got good arms. I mean, BA, uh, yeah. Blake's been pitching a lot in Mid Atlantic. Pretty sure he leads the league in innings by like a lot right now. Yeah. Um, um, Raddick's a solid bat too. He's a very underrated bat. Yes, dude. Raddick, Raddick and Sidorov, man. I pitched against them in Pittsburgh, and they were all over me. Between the both of them, yeah. I, they scored a run off me. And I think, I mean, Sidorov's I think a pass, man. He's I think twice they went they went back to back hits off me, like in the first mm-hmm. inning or something. Like my first two abs was two hits from both of them off me. And Raddick, I think it was Raddick hit a triple off the wall. Yeah, they were all fucking over me. And it was hot that day, and they made it tough. Yeah, no, they're they're uh, those two are no slouches. Um, yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I see this. I think this team's overall see like, problem late probably will be uh, the big having that big arm to win them that big game Saturday night if they get there. Um, 
I think realistically, that's probably the ex- the, their expectation is to get to the Sweet 16, or that's, you know, a good tourney for them. Yeah, um, basically I, being 2-2 two and two and then trying to get into that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're either yeah, going to go 2-3 and three or 3-2. Three the lights have to good run. Yeah, that's what I see them. I see them being like a fringe Sweet 16 team, probably like the 17 to 24 range. Mm-hmm. And they could easily sneak into the 16 and and play there. I mean, there's no reason they can't. But, yeah, like you said, they just don't have a lights-out arm. I could see them riding Blake early and then and then getting there and then just not having a guy to really shut yeah, it down. exactly. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, I love everyone on this team. I mean, except for Scott Thomas. He's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, he pushed Stan. You don't, you don't put your hands on Stan. Yeah. Yeah, he deserved to get hit that day. I'm really, I'm really heartbroken. I didn't punch him. Fuck that. If dude. I wasn't, yeah, if I wasn't sleeping in the car stoned, I would have fucking hit him with the baseball bat. But you know, it is what it is. It was also a monsoon, so the car was a good place to be. Yeah, that year. You just yeah, last year for yard. Yeah. Yeah, for those who don't know, yeah, he unnecessarily shoved Stan to the ground and. Uh, yeah, such a harmless, sweet boy too. And it, it wasn't even warranted. It wasn't even like they were yelling at each other or anything. He just like got in his face and shoved him for no fucking reason. It was it was bullshit. Um. So yeah, that's the K twos, Connor. What do you think? Last thoughts on him? Anything? Um. Scott Thomas sucks, but I like the rest of the guys on the team. Nice. Um. All right. So what do you got? Uh, give me another number, one to thirty-six. Uh. 14 go johnny whiff's number 14 um all right so we got stompers i mean we've talked mostly about them i mean we've talked about them a lot on here so i mean we can just kind of run through them yeah what's um, their uf roster so yeah it's their mid-atlantic roster minus with gannon. minus gannon so it's bryce nate sean ryan gino and chris morse okay. um so i mean it's yeah it's I mean, it's a great team. I mean, they play a lot. Um, kind of know the book on them. I mean, they're what four, the four of the five seed in Mid Atlantic. Um, I just don't like that they lose the arm again, and I think that's a yes. major. They just lose their third arm, and I you wish you need a third been arm. Saying, you've been saying it. Uh, I've had a couple other people say it to me. Um, that they think Gannon's yeah, he's been their best arm. I mean, yeah, not, just no, it's nothing. Did other people Morris. say it? Um, I know Morse isn't a bad player by any means, but I Gannon just being that big arm he's been for them this year, I think it really hurts not having him instead. Yeah, I see them pretty much needing to ride Gino for thirty plus innings to win this tournament. If they have any shot of going deep, Gino is going to have to like just give a yep. massive effort on the mound, and I just don't know if yep. I see Gino doing Sean that. Sean Ryan and Nate are going to have to hit. I mean, and they have been, but they're going to have to definitely they're going to keep hitting. And they're gonna yeah, be, I yeah, mean, they're gonna have to play some of their best wiffle ball. Um, I mean, listen, man, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the elite eight. I mean, shit, they should be. No, they I should mean, be able. They should be able to make it to fucking to that Sweet Sixteen game with Gino or Bryce relatively fresh. You know, what what they're gonna have to do? They're gonna have to just run Gino or Bryce out there and go three and zero, and then put themselves in a great position. If they can do that, then yes, they can easily go. Elite Eight, Final Four, if they do that, it's just they have to put themselves in the perfect situation, which, I mean, I could see them doing. So, I mean, I could see them going, yeah, Sweet 16, Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see them going, listen, the right, things go right. I think they could even go to the Final Four if they get the right matchups. Um, yeah, they definitely need them. 
but yes, I, I, I think, I think they're, yeah, a, a good tournament for them would be elite eight. Um, and I think like kind of their ceiling is that final four. If like a lot, a lot of things really go right and they just, they go off, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the draw, you can get Gino's any sort young, of draw. So Gino has a lot of bullets. So, I mean, you get him to Sunday relatively fresh and he just pounds the board and fucking those guys hit for him. You never know. A team could beat anyone. Yeah, I mean, Gino's young. I mean, he's been known. He can throw 30-plus innings. He can go back-to-back days. He'll figure it out. Like, he'll he'll throw. Like, he will do it, so. Exactly. He'll give them a shot. Yeah, they just got to hit. I mean, man, this lineup is, I mean, veterans. I bet you they could they could probably roll out there, and they'll get the extra strike, and they will pro- they they might actually go the fuck off at U.S. with their bats. I won't so be surprised at all, bro. Sean Ryan's fucking sick. Nate Cruz is sick. Like, those guys Yeah. Hit. Yeah, I would love to see and him. Bryce, Bryce is coming around, too. Bryce is becoming a real solid bat. Like those guys yeah, are- he was – I mean, like I said before, he was the toughest out in that lineup last time I pitched against them. So, yeah, he was difficult. I mean, Chris Morris, he just – I don't know if he can pitch anymore. I think his arm's kind of hurt. But if he could give them any sort of innings, massive. Yes, I was thinking that, too, uh, like at the early end of the turn. If he can give them – if they get somehow, like, the right matchup and he can give them a game or so, it's huge. Yep. Um, all right, give me another number, one to thirty-six. Uh, we'll go, we'll go nineteen. Kenny's number, 19. Tony, Tony Gwynn's number. Tony Gwynn's number. Well, you pick, you pick the uh, usual suspects. Mm, Lanigan. So, uh, Lanigan, and this podcast is now Lanigan endorsed. Yep, Lanigan's Lanigan's favorite podcast, other than his own. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Shout he out reached Lanigan. out and texted us and told us that he loves the podcast. Shout out Lanigan. Uh, we are we're now his favorite podcast. Lanigan actually How did that feel? His twenty uh, fifth birthday also. Um, a couple. Weeks oh, he's twenty five as well. Yep. So happy twenty fifth to Lanigan as well. Yeah, happy birthday, Lanigan. That's awesome. You know, my dad and Jay actually kind of got him into wiffle ball. I can't remember the whole story, but his first time playing, I'm pretty sure, was with my dad. Oh, so they groomed him. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I mean, Lanigan's Lanigan's younger than them, obviously. Um, it's just funny thinking of like, you know what I mean, like that those generational like gaps. Like he was brought in by that generation, and then that generation of his brought. You know, it's it's yeah, it's got hours into so. it. Yeah. And it's the fact that, that it's the fact that it's your pops too just makes it that much funnier. Um, that yep. whiffle lineage sick um but yeah suspects i mean two years removed from being national champs man i mean all these guys are ball players they they're not afraid of the big games they know how to slow down a game they can play in the conditions you know i mean they've got they've got the big game arm uh in wood and that that one a arm in my opinion in evanish when he's on um he can really gut out some big games for them uh really tough games uh especially I think he's a good guy to have in those games where you know you're going to hit too, and you can just have him out there to grind out the game. Be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Be very uh, like tactical with how he goes about it. Um, and yeah, he's an actual bats, pitcher. Bats he... speak for themselves. I mean, Alfred's done a lot on big games on the national stage. So is Wood. Uh, Lanigan's obviously not an elite bat by any means. Uh, just throw a low drop, probably get him out most of the time. But I mean, <laughs> he'll probably be uh, sitting there managing the team rocking the jack and looking great by that time but uh hopefully obviously i know their plan is always to get a couple games out of him early um hopefully a couple games out of johnny early 
Um, and then Johnny will be a clean ball specialist for them, I'm sure, which makes that team a lot more dynamic in those games when they get up against a tough clean ball pitcher. Um, yeah, I just think this team's really well-rounded in their veterans. I mean, if things go right, any year could be their year still. You know, those guys still have good bullets in their arms, and they're going to be able to hit until they drop. So it's not a team to be hey. taken lightly in any round. Yeah, you basically hit them on a on a tee there. I mean, there's not much else I can really add to that other than yep. the fact that I don't, I don't like how Wood, like, won't pitch some of the big games if the weather conditions aren't right or whatever. So I think that's kind of their biggest yeah, I flaw. I just on, like, a two-minute rant about that whole team. I, I don't know, man. I just I, I like this old man team. They're sick, and they have Johnny Whiff. No, they're so. great. I mean, they're sick, probably – they probably got, like, one of the highest Whiff IQs at the tournament, so they know what the hell they're yep. doing. I mean, that'll yeah, that'll. Yeah, Lanigan, got a real good feel for that roster too. Like he knows how to move the puzzle pieces. Like you really got to exactly, exactly. I mean, they 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 know how to fucking win. I mean, they yeah, literally like. There's a lot nothing. of personality on that team. That's I, I'm sure at times it's not an easy. You know, what I mean, not always the easiest thing for him to manage, but the team team does well. Surprise a lot of people. Won't be surprised if they end up right back in the mix this year. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect them to win the year they did, and then that was a big surprise to me. So, yeah, they got my respect. I mean, I think it's the whole no, chemistry. That's, that year especially, like, the, the veteranship showed. You know, they, they showed why they're, why they're vets or why, why vets always win. Yeah, gives me hope for the future. Maybe I'll be able to win another one in 10 years from now. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like them versus, you know, the young gun and upcoming gun and ham. and They showed their true veteranship and the elements. Gotta respect it. But yeah, hopefully that'll be us one day. Or we'll just I'll probably just be getting raked off the field by those guys. Getting sent home. Anyway. Anyway. Team. Yeah, I mean oh, I guess, well actually no, I guess we talked about their stealing. They could win the whole event. That should be their expectation. We're good on them. We know. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, they they're a former champ. Everyone knows like you you know the you know the suspects by now. And if you don't, well you probably should. Yep. Two-time two so, time national yes. champs. Yeah, they've won a title. I mean, yeah, yep. so it's championship or bust. I mean, they're on my contender list of teams that can pretty much run through the tournament if everything goes right. Yep. Yeah, 2010 and 2020 national champs. Um, all right, next team. Yeah, uh, 1 to 36. Give me a number. Let's go uh, Bob's number, number 13. 13, damn. Wow, you're actually you're not hitting anyone that we've talked about already. Um, um, well, I think we might briefly – we briefly touched on the Magic lineup. Um, so, yeah, this is Ridley Park Magic. Um, no, <coughs> Noah Silverman, uh, Sean Bignier, Teddy Dretcher, Cam Farrell, and Brendan Bowes. So, uh, uh, this team's, team's loaded on arms. Um, the question mark is obviously the fourth bat. Um, I don't think Noah's a bad hitter. I think Noah's an unproven hitter. Um who can hit if that makes sense but i also think he's very inconsistent still and is a little over aggressive at times so i think that's going to be their toughest thing is that four spot because bows is also just very inexperienced at the plate and you can still see it um so i think getting big hits out of that four spot is going to be crucial for them and uh i mean they're as deep as anyone arms wise like all these guys are young that's the thing like they can all throw tons of fucking games except for noah um i'm not sure if he'll be still shelled by then or if he'll be just throwing easy early or he'll just be able to gas it up by them but by the looks of it he won't be so i mean um yeah i really like this team either way i think they're 
also the other thing that may hold him back is that big game pitcher with not having Noah. I don't know if you can rely on a Teddy or a Cam to win that Elite Eight game, that first game Sunday. I think they any either of those guys could win a game Saturday night. I think it'll be tough for them to win a tough matchup on Sunday morning with one of those guys, though, in my opinion, um, just due to lack of experience. I think uh, Teddy had more so has the stuff to win those games, but I just think he's still a little inexperienced and hasn't really pitched in those big, big games yet on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you uh, you got them pinned pretty good, too. I mean, I think this team's going to do really well. Um, I don't think I'm not nearly as concerned as the fourth bat as you are. That doesn't really matter to me because I think with Teddy and Cam hitting in that lineup, I mean, Teddy's like an automatic bomb every game. Yes, um, but I think I think if that four guy really struggles, that makes it a lot easier to pitch around those guys at times. You take you take the bat out of those guys' hands a lot if that four guy's an easy out. Yeah, I know, but a lot of te- a lot of teams got a bum fourth guy or even a third guy. Like I, I think agree, they're one. They, they usually don't win the tournament though. And you know, I've seen Bose actually get a, like hit a walk off. I think against the Stompers, he had the walk off against. Uh, I think it was Bryce throwing like a lot of people. Like I said, they just because like guys can hit, but they aren't like proven hitters or consistent hitters yet. You know what I mean? Like that's no, yeah. Could have made that argument for Styles like a year or two ago. Like he could hit, but he wasn't like a proven hitter, like stuff like that. Like guys like that who are still just newer. You know? Yeah, and I think if Bo's uh, if he heals up just fine, hopefully his groin isn't too fucked up. Um. If they can get through Saturday with Sean and Bose, I think they're going to be in a great position from there to go with Cam and Teddy on Sunday. Yeah, um, I'm not even thinking if they try and I want. I wonder how that team uh, deploys those arms. Like if they use Bose as like a later Saturday to Saturday night guy throwing that Sweet 16 game, and they try and keep Teddy and Cam fresh and maybe flip flop them throughout games and kind of change the look. I wonder if that's something they'll do on Sunday with those two, or if they'll use you know one of them Saturday night and then have Bose and the other one fresh Sunday. You know, I'm curious. Could even yo, I honestly I'm I'm really big on Sean's game on the mound. I mean, I said it last podcast, obviously, but like I think you could even make the argument he throws that that game Saturday night or even East Cementing Sunday morning. Who knows, man? I mean, he's got. That's the thing. Sean's got the off-speed stuff, and he's got the full arsenal. So I think you can make an argument for him, too. He's more of a game manager out there, but he can definitely pitch some big innings for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got four, they got four really good quality arms that can, all, that can all do it. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. To, I mean, it's going to be tough to manage when you got that kind of firepower. You probably want to use it all, but you got to play it smart. So, I mean, yeah. where do you see him realistically going? Because I can see him easily going, like, I think Final Four would probably be, like, where I'd put them. I mean, they can easily win it all, but I think I think they'll make the Final Four this year. Um, I think Final Four is their ceiling. I don't think they'll make the Final Four. Um, I have them losing in the Elite Eight again this year. Um, well, well Elite, I think yeah. they can make the Final Four. Don't won't be completely shocked if they do, but I don't think they will this year. Um, unless you know they just get the right draw, they get someone burnt out someday. Morning. Yeah. So I ran a poll on the Twitter for this today. Um, thir- so as of right now, we got 38 votes, and this 34 percent of the vote is on both Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. So yeah. that's where that's basically where everyone's putting them right now. I mean, oh well, on the poll I put Sweet 16 because that was the lowest. Um, but in reality, <laughs> I think they're more of an I think they're an Elite Eight team. Yeah, I think I that's. Think, uh, now I think like you give them a couple more years of experience, I think they're a perennial Final Four team like threat every year. You know. 
Yep, and I, I mean, I, one of these years is going to be that breakout year, so yep. that's why I'm calling for it this one. I think this year could be the breakout one. I mean, I, to make this, if you want to make this team even better, I mean, if you swap Noah out for Loftus, who I don't think's on a roster right now, then this team is, I mean, absolutely unreal. I mean, yeah, but let's get real. What this team really needs is someone like Bob. Yeah, they need a glue guy, someone who's won before, someone to like kind of coach them through it and manage yeah. it for them. I think. Yeah, yeah it's that calm veteran presence. It's gonna. I mean, Teddy needs to learn how to do it. Probably. I mean, I think if any no. of them, it'd be him or Sean. Sean's their leader. Teddy is not yeah. by any means their veteran calm presence. Teddy is. Well, he, he needs dude, to learn how dude, to be. Teddy is, to. Teddy is diet fucking Kayvon. Teddy should be as far away from managing or decision making as possible. Like that well, is you, what someone's got to step up. That's Teddy? not Teddy. You want Teddy fucking Theodore to take the reins? You're fucking nuts, dude. That's the last guy I'm trusting on that team. <laughs> fucking, there's just like nothing going on in him and Cam's head. I swear, like they, you can't have those guys running the fucking team. It's got to be fucking dude, Sean. I forget who he's telling. Might have been JVH. He, he was telling me Sean's a real idiot too. But I mean, Sean's whiff IQ doesn't seem bad at all. Sean doesn't seem like it. He seems like the most level-headed out of all of them. So, I mean, I guess Sean fucking should be running the team. But, I mean, according to JB, I was, no one should. I was, when I was watching one of the Ridley games, uh, Teddy was, like, doing weird intentional walks. And I was like, why would you even do that? Like, it didn't make any sense, at least to me. So, maybe, maybe there is some logic behind what you're saying. Teddy's an odd guy. I do love Teddy, though. Sean Taylor. They're both good dudes. Good players. Oh, I know. I lo- yeah. Teddy's just so fucking odd, man. He's, he's n- Weird isn't even fair. Odd. He's odd. Just an odd, odd guy. That's very funny. Diet Kayvon. <laughs> Diet um, Kayvon. I love that. Yeah. Um. All right. Done with Ridley. Um. Give me another. We'll do one more team, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, 25. 25. Wow, we got old line wiffle ball club. Um, Brian Griffiths, Rob Cataldi, Josh Smith, John Wolf, Jeremy Rounceville. Um, what do you guys say about them, Connor? Did you see them down in uh, Ocean City this weekend? Yeah. Um, they played probably <laughs> the highest scoring. <laughs> no disrespect, but I think they played a 30 to 10 fast pitch game uh this past weekend maryland oc um don't know if i'm jealous of or wish to never take part in a game that high scoring um but i mean these guys are obviously uh they're newer to the sport uh they have their i think they have their league down in some i forget what area of maryland but they have a pretty good league going i think jerry hill plays in it too um yeah they haven't had too much success at mall but they're obviously getting better with every event so I think for these guys, it's more about coming out of the experience and getting to play in this awesome ballpark against some of the best teams. Um, I haven't seen as much of them, I guess, as you have maybe, but I, I haven't seen – I know they have the one lefty who throws pretty well or the one tall guy who throws okay. Oh, I yeah, I mean, hit too much. I don't really but, know too much. I mean, I know uh, in that one game, Brian went six for seven, had like three home runs and hit for the cycle. So shout out for him. To That was against head on a swivel in mid-Atlantic and OC last weekend. Right. That was at the 30 to 10 game. Yeah. Well, if he does, if, hey, if he does that every game, they might win it all. But um, those are Very, hard yeah. numbers. Definitely hard numbers to keep up. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, these, they're, they're cool dudes. They, uh, 
they've definitely taken uh, taken a huge liking to the sport ever since they came in. A real passionate about it. So I'm sure uh, everyone's excited to have them back. Uh, I would love to see them to get to play like the Japanese team or some some cool team like that. You know, some get get them a game that really would be something special at some point in the event. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. their ceiling is getting uh, to an elimination game late in the turn i mean uh saturday night but i don't see it as likely yeah i think for them they might just want to win one game i'm not quite sure if they've won one in uh mid-atlantic or uifs yet so i think they just gotta start get a, get a win on the board first um but yeah just a good group of guys who love the sport i mean the type of people we always love having coming around i mean i think they write uh one of them writes that duck pin article right about pretty much recaps um, uh, I'm not sure, honestly. They might. Um, I think that's one of them. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. I thought it was Brian. Yeah, no, I th- it might be. I think I think you might be right. Yeah, no, they. If if it is, yeah, he does. He does good work, man. I, I went out and pitched to a bunch of those guys a couple years ago when they were doing one of their podcasts for Duckpin or whatever. And uh, you know, they're they're some cool dudes. Definitely, definitely respect their passion. Wow, oh, Lanigan just and yeah, Lanigan, Lanigan literally just, just tagged us, us in a tweet. Mm. Why did he? I don't know why he tagged us in the Yankees uh, lineup. I don't really. Greatness starts with G. Oh, look at the background. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Sending that to XY right now. Greatness that is starts with G. This is going to be our new Twitter uh, banner. This yep. is incredible. Wait, and we need topic. to replace Judge with G with the banjo? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to get uh, get our best on that. Get our our visual graphics guy on it. Yeah. Yeah, we have a great budget here at Scumcast. Yep. Great Photoshop editor. Oh, wow. We need to put some faces in the background. Put that uh, picture, the picture of Food Man, like laying down somewhere on there. Wow. Yeah, the laying down food. Yeah. Down. All right, letting letting our guy know and laying down Food Man <laughs> in the crowd in the stands. Yeah, that will job, be man. official. That will be the banner. We're gonna honestly, we're gonna need that on a shirt. That is fucking glorious. Shout out. That's going to be the first Scumcast merch. Yeah. I guess we'll also get the uh, the shirt guy on it, too. Uh, shout out to Font Guy, D-Nap. Font Guy um, Apparel, D-Nap. Yep. Yeah. But uh, he's going to need to warm up the shirt press because we're going to need some uh, We're gonna need some of these shirts ASAP. Greatness starts with G. Unbelievable. That's That took me a second <laughs> to even see that, dude. I was like, what the hell? G is like a, he's like a fucking plague, bro. He's everywhere. Every G is everywhere. Everyone is G and G is everywhere. You can't escape him, dude. It's unfucking believable, bro. It's ridiculous. This is the greatest thing I've seen. <laughs> That's awesome that it came while we're recording this too. Yeah, it really is. We got another uh tweet though while we were doing this. I think at least the Twitter name, NWL Wiffle Nathan Stacy said, Man, I'm pumped for you, Wiss. Tagged us. We need another pod with more team previews. Who's so, um, I don't know. NWL Wiffle, um, and then is the at is at Nathan Stacy seventeen. Never heard of him, but let's go. Yep, 
Looks like Shout getting, out Nathan Stacey. Stacey. Let's see. He's got appreciate your viewership here. Let's go. NWL All Stars. He's playing in the MLW Midwest Slugfest. So maybe if he wins that, he will get invited to come to UFs. Wow. Let's go. That'd so, be sick. Yeah. MLW. So good luck to him. That, uh, I mean, MLW is having that U17 event, bro. That thing's gonna be sick. Bro, yeah, There's, I guess they're running action. it concurrently with the with the United Whiffs event, like in the stadium. So like their their final four and shit's gonna be going on while like ours ours is going on Sunday and like we're gonna have all these kids just packed into the stadium, hopefully, you know, for this for the final four and everything. It would be sick, man. Oh, it's gonna be really cool. I mean it's I, I wanna see like what kind of talents over there too. Like there's gonna it's gonna be kinda cool seeing these kids oh, yeah. who are like they're gonna get. They're gonna obviously get older, and then they're gonna start switching over to like our age bracket, and yep. it might be pretty scary because some of these kids well, are that's, pretty. That's good. what I'm saying. You, them getting the expo, like playing in that event and getting to see how they they uh, match up against kids their age, and then also getting to see what like the future holds for them in seeing the US event, I think is awesome for them to get that exposure. Yeah, I think that's a great like segue into like our level like the yes. U.S. level with well because like you know the expectation and like you've competed and you've kind of like you've learned how to kind of play with a ball like with people your age and then you can step in against the big boys and then you know, at least you're closer to a level playing ground yes i think i think this like kind of benefits both mlw and U.S. in a way like obviously we like for us it's huge because it works as almost a feeder you know it's like you all these like mlw is such a big following um and most of that following is kids younger, you know, who aren't really are all our age yet, but eventually are going to be, and we hope that they're still playing with, but for them to be able to come and play an MLW tournament at UW, Matt, uh, I guess, uh, co-run attorney with UW, I think that's huge. And it's, that, like I said, acts like a feeder for United Wiffle for years to come for kids that we'll be playing against someday at UF. Um, but it also obviously, I think benefits them because one thing they don't have is a national league or a national tournament, you know? And this kind of this kind of ends up being that national tournament for them, you know, so they can kind of have their national champion or be more of a national thing rather than more like a closed off thing. Um, not that MLW is closed off, but the league play is. So for them to have a tournament, I think that's for all the best teams of that age is really awesome. Um, so, yeah, I think it benefits both of them, uh, both of us, I guess the word is, if you count us as UFs too. But really yeah, overall, overall, yeah, it's great for just the sport of wiffle ball because like it's easy. It's, like, so hard for us, like, at least you or me, to get new players into the game. And, like, if you get 16 youth youth teams, that's, like, 64 potential, po- like, players if every team is four guys. Like, that's just, exactly. like... Exactly. And then, yo, like, then that you have, like, game. fucking 20 of those kids move up into U.S. the next year because they're 18 or whatever. And then you have another fucking 20, another four new teams in that younger kid's bracket, you know? It just keeps cycling. Like, that's... I think yeah. that's got to be the goal is to, for this to keep going year by year. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think it's going to be really fun to watch, and it, I think it'll just be really cool for those kids. And, like, I was looking at videos of, like, Haverty when he was 17 years old pitching, and, dude, he was disgusting. So, like, I'm trying to see if there's going to be, like, kids like that. Like, think about how good, like, you, Stan, Haverty were, like, when you were under 18. Yeah, like, bro, I was All of us were throwing was, pretty hard. I was, I was nastier at pitching when I was 17. Yeah, like we were all throwing like low 80s probably then. Like that would be really fun if that if we had an opportunity to play in that. Yeah, if me, if I was I think I said it on a podcast with Paul a few weeks back. If me, Stant, Tui, and like uh, Habs could have played in one of these tournaments, we would have fucking ran. Oh my, we, yeah, I mean, we would have been U17 national champs easily. 
Have you a team that might be a, a now team that's like that? Have you seen the On the Rise guys? Yes. I think that's a Wiffle Pro. I don't know all their names, but, yeah, uh, but they I, look I, like they've put together. Listen, much respect to those kids, but you can't compare them to that type of team. That's that probably that's not. Like, probably not yet. A, that YouTube co- group right there had like so like just that's there's loads of talent in that like you know what I mean that four seventeen year olds there fifteen to seventeen year olds there. I mean, I'm obviously the least talented out of all of them, but I'm just saying those three are just ridiculously talented yeah, players. They were insane. I mean, think about it. Even Kayvon was amazing. At yes, Kayvon too. Dude, Kayvon was disg- – yeah, you could – oh, you, I, was I, better. I wouldn't even make the team probably. Yeah, Kayvon was like unbelievable when he was 16. I remember watching those Palisades videos. Dude, he was like His amazing. was disgusting, bro. Yeah, so maybe we won't quite see that kind of talent, but that's what – I mean, it could get there. Who knows? Maybe we'll be blown away. Maybe there'll be a better team in the 17 and under division that could beat all of us. Yeah, well, I think I, you got to think the other thing with that, with all of us, is we were exposed to this Northeast style. We were exposed to, like, a different type of game, you know? Like, we got – our learning curve was a lot different, I think. Like, we weren't out there throwing sandpaper balls as much to start. Like, we were pretty quickly in knife balls and stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely yeah i mean so like, yeah we were playing and like two we myself have almost were exposed to like good stand like we were all exposed to top talent early so it's like that it was just for us the growth like we grew a lot quicker i think as players but um as those kids have nasty stuff i mean i see them throwing in the backyard but we we all know like it's it is a lot different like when you're a kid when you finally come out to a tournament rather than just throwing in the backyard to your friends but I think getting all these kids that are in that same age bracket playing together is just sick. Like, they're all going to – that just makes all those kids want to come back the next year that much nastier. And that's when you're going to start seeing that real growth and these kids becoming really, really fucking good. We should go send Stant over with all the kids and just, like, slowly, like, coach them throughout the day. And, like, by the finals, they'll be throwing, like, the greatest yeah, mix either of pitches. Coach them, coach them or creep them out. <laughs> He'd be amazing. Yeah, we just got to send him. Like, that's going to be his role at this tournament is, like, he's, he's we're going to just retire him as a player. He'll come yeah, over and hit when he needs. Teach him 13-year-olds and pitches, dude. Make yourself useful. Yeah, he's he's got to be that role model. I think Stan could step into that, that really. That role well. model. Yeah, he could be, like, that role model type of guy. I don't know if, I don't know if role model is the word, but, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Maybe more of, like, a mentor because, like, mentors can be bad guys, you know? A mentor, yeah. No, Stan a mentor, is a, a mentor. Great. A mentor cannot be a role model. They can do they can do some shit wrong and just tell you what to do right. Either way, uh, I don't think any kid should be looking up to Stan. Nope. Let me get to, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Stan is G. Stan this is This really G. just turned into like I feel like every podcast we ended up like ripping Stan for like five minutes and I'm starting to feel bad. Love Stan. Should we should we invite him onto the podcast? I mean, he's just it's just he's so easy. He's a target. He's yeah. not here to defend himself. So like, it it's feels, just, yeah, that's the thing. It feels wrong. It feels wrong. I don't think I don't think, I think he listens in spite of us either. Yeah, exactly. And dude, honestly, I don't think he listens because we cut since we like cut him out of like being on Scumcast. I don't think he yeah, like. He feels I think, I, yeah, I think he uh, out of spite, he doesn't listen. You know what I think? Stan, shoot us a text tomorrow. I asking when we were recording the next one, like, an hour ago. Wait, what'd you I say? I think he's listening. Um, I think we put up a poll, seeing if the viewers want us to have Stan on for the next one. All right, we'll run a poll. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> the only thing we really have to worry about is if Stan will create 30 accounts and just vote 
yes every time. <laughs> just, just to save himself. But if he's that desperate, then I we'll, probably, I'll, we'll give it to him. All right, that's fair. All right, when do we want to roll it? Should we do it the day that this drops, or should we do it now? We'll do it when this drops. We'll do it when this drops so it's open to everyone. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. That's a whole bunch of nonsense coming out of us. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's our uh, top ten players list. Um, Connor, anything – any last thoughts on the list? Anything you want to – you want to do any last-minute adjustments? <laughs> no, I stopped looking at my list like 30 minutes ago. Thank God. Or else you, I probably would have ten adjustments. But, no, I'm I'm good. List doesn't mean shit. It's just a list. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just gives us a reason to talk about a bunch of guys. Yeah, I think we do next, or the next list we do should be like a top ten mole from the past three or four years. I think that would be fun, and it just it's a lot easier because the sample size is a lot the same. Yeah, and, and we've seen everything. Yes, exactly. I think that's something we could do a lot better at. Um, but not that this was bad by any means. But yeah. All right, well, that's about it. That's all the Scumcast, episode three for everyone. Um, thanks for listening, you sick fucks. Connor, any last words to the people? No, you just asked me that. No last words, that's it. Well, all right. Peace out, Scumcast done. Fucking national media talking to me. You fucking suck!